This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Job growth slightly abated in November alongside rising interest rates, but reflected stronger than expected hiring momentum even as worries of a recession grow. The Labor Department released the monthly jobs report for November at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Here are the highlights compared to Wall Street estimates compiled by Bloomberg. The non-farm payrolls were plus 263,000 versus plus 200,000 expected. The unemployment rate was 3.7% versus 3.7% expected. The average hourly earnings month over month was plus 0.6%, versus plus 0.3% expected, and the average hourly earnings year-over-year, plus 5.1%, versus plus 0.46% expected. October's payroll reading was upwardly revised to 284,000 from 261,000 previously reported. Employment numbers have moderated in recent months, but employers continue to hire at a robust pace even as the Federal Reserve presses on with its most aggressive monetary tightening campaign in decades to loosen an extraordinarily tight labor market that has placed upward pressure on wages and contributed to stubborn inflation. Average hourly earnings rose 0.6% over the month, higher than the prior month and Wall Street expectations. On an annual basis, wages climbed at a higher-than-expected 5.1%. Stock futures tumbled after the report's release as Wall Street digested the potential implications of the employment beat and stronger-than-expected wage growth. A stronger-than-expected jobs report illustrates the wage problem that the Federal Reserve is facing. Independent Advisor Alliance Chief Investment Officer Chris Zaccarelli said in an emailed note, Average hourly earnings continue to climb, and that wage pressure in conjunction with low unemployment will keep inflationary pressures elevated. For those that believe the Fed will be cutting rates next year, we would remind them that inflation wasn't transitory. And this jobs report is another example of why the Fed is going to be fighting inflation for a much longer period than many currently expect, he added. The labor force participation rate ticked down to 62.1% last month, 1.3% below its value in February 2020, before the COVID pandemic began. Friday's figure effectively serves as a sign to Fed policymakers to raise their benchmark policy further into restrictive territory. Even after messaging from Chair Jerome Powell this week that he and his colleagues may moderate the pace and magnitude of individual hikes. Price stability is the responsibility of the Federal Reserve and serves as the bedrock of our economy, Powell said. 
speaking at the Brookings Institution in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. In particular, without price stability, we will not achieve a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. At the industry level in Friday's report, the largest gains were seen across leisure and hospitality, healthcare, and government, while jobs declined across retail and in transportation and warehousing. Leisure and hospitality, one of the sectors hardest hit by the pandemic, continued a strong recovery, with 88,000 jobs added during the month, bringing the average this year to 82,000 monthly jobs added. That figure, however, is half of the average gain of 196,000 jobs per month in 2021, with unemployment in the sector at 980,000, or 5.8%, below its pre-COVID level. Jobs across healthcare rose by 45,000, while the government saw a gain of 42,000 payrolls. Meanwhile, the retail sector saw 30,000 jobs lost, with employment in the trade dropping by 62,000 since August, transportation and warehousing jobs fell by 15,000 in November, and by 38,000 since July. Corporate America has also seen companies announce layoffs in droves, particularly in the technology sector, which has been grappling with robust overspending during the post-pandemic boom. Layoffs in the tech sector have garnered a lot of headlines in the last few months, but this is not yet translated into a demonstrably weaker labor picture, said Inside Investment Head of Global Fixed Income North America, Brendan Murphy. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, speaking at the DealBook Summit in New York City on Wednesday, called the Labor Department's monthly employment report the most important data point officials monitor, along with inflation numbers. We don't want to overshoot full employment, and we do have an inflation problem, Yellen said. So you can expect growth to slow, and it has slowed. We continue to grow and have positive growth, but it slowed substantially. Yellen argued also that layoff announcements across tech have been an exception, citing special factors facing the sector, including a slowing economy and declining ad revenue. What you're seeing is some riding down of future growth that is inducing firms to rethink people they really need to hire. So we've seen the beginnings of job openings fall off a little bit, Yellen said. She emphasized that as the Fed attempts to reduce the number of job openings, she didn't believe substantial layoffs were necessary to do so. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.